Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back to the Talking My Shit podcast. We finally back to back to norm, normal, I guess you could say, man. We don't got no lame-ass meth head guest anymore. No, you know what I'm saying? No drag addicts on the show. It's just m- me. <laughs> I was going to say it's just one, but... <laughs> It's just me. Uh, I'm happy to be here, man. I got a lot to talk about now. I feel like um, it's been a fucking crazy-ass month, man. January felt like four months in one, bro. I swear to God, it was January 15th for, like, years. Um, but but we're finally, I'm recording here on the first of the month, February 1st, man. I'm excited, you know, um, <clears throat> to record or whatever. But, dude, January just felt like 2020 feels fucking crazy, you know? It's like everything has been, almost feels like everything's been going bad, you know? I guess it depends on how you look at it, but, man, like, you know, it started off at first of the month, not first of the month, but at the beginning of the month, the whole World War Three shit, we didn't know we was going to get nuked or not, you know? We was just like, fuck it, if it happened, it happened, but after that, the coronavirus broke out, um, which, I mean, is still a big issue, which I'm probably going to get into here in a little bit after uh, after this uh, more in detail, just because Chicago has been hit. We, we, we fucked, basically. But anyway, let me... Naperville. Naperville oh, shit. <laughs> I, coronavirus can wipe out every single person in Naperville. I would not give a fuck. But, <laughs> but um, no, and then, of course, the worst thing of all, um, unfortunately... As you guys all heard the news last week, Russ is dropping a fucking album. His lame ass boy, if you don't get the fuck out of here, Russ, this is not time for no lame ass album. Speak about lame ass albums, we about to talk about something else, man. The homie Little Wayne, what's going on with you? Uh, but first and foremost, man, obviously you know with the tragic death of Kobe Bryant um, a few days last week, actually last Sunday, um, it's, it's, it, everything's been feeling a little off. You know, the energy's been off. I've been feeling a little bit weird. I don't know. I don't know the reason is what the reason behind it is. You know, I'm not even. Um, a big uh, a big basketball guy myself, you know, but I felt like <laughs> I felt like that shit hit home, hit home, you know. And uh, producer's ringtone's going off, you know. He got that uh, sexy can I by Ray J ringtone. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway, uh, let's let's get right into it, man. Oh, you know what? I forgot to say. This episode is brought to you by Ariana Castro over at CM Realtors. Which I'm about to go hard on your ad in a few, uh, in a few. But let me go ahead and get into, let me get into the episode real quick. Um, so let's talk about this uh, Kobe Bryant re- shit real quick, man. So this shit happened last Sunday. Um, I was at work, you know, I was at work at, at at the outlet mall, and I kept checking my phone, you know, because there's not shit to do. You know, everybody's broke from Christmas, so no, nobody's really shopping. So if you work retail, you know, this past month has been real slow. You know, we just waiting on motherfuckers to get their taxes, then it's gonna get busting. But as of right now, you know, not too many hours, not 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 too much moving at the outlet mall, especially it's cold as fuck. But anyway, I was working and I'm checking, you know, I'm checking the TL on the on the Twitters, on the Grammys, you know, you already know. And, um, well, the Grammys by the Instagram is what I mean, not the actual Grammys. Nobody watched that bullshit. But um, I'm watching, well, I don't have that channel, honestly. But, <laughs> but, but, uh, but uh, I'm, watching the, I'm watching the Instagram post, and then I seen, of course, the TMZ post um, that Kobe Bryant had died in a helicopter crash, you know? And at first, I wasn't even sure if it was real or not, just because uh, when you click the article, it was rerouting you to, like, a service, a page not in service or something like that. Like, it was almost like it was because of the high volume in traffic, you know, basically, the motherfucking article shook everybody up. But anyway, then it did get confirmed. You know, I was still at work when it got confirmed, so it hadn't really hit me, you know, like, 
how big the situation was. It almost like it almost felt like for the first few hours, nobody wanted to believe it. You know, it was like, nah, that's a mistake. That you know, not Kobe. Like, no, you know, especially for the basketball people. You know, it was like, no, like fuck that. You know, because for a lot of people, you know, yeah, we like to say MJ's the goat. You know, we all wear Jordans and and, and we're from, especially us, we're from Chicago. Like we're Chicago. You know, Chicago Bulls is our team. So um, like to us, we're always gonna say MJ's the goat. But like as far as our lifetime and like the greatest player we've ever seen, I mean Kobe Bryant is pretty much up there as far as like our Michael Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> not that motherfucker, <laughs> Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan, you know. And of course, yeah, LeBron James, he's he's a uh, obviously a fucking superstar. But Kobe was up there before, you know, before LeBron, and and that was a lot of people's basically fucking hero, you know. I have like I mentioned before, LA, you know, we talked about LA last episode. I have family, like most of my family is in California, and I guess like the only family that I'm actually cool with is in California so um you know I know it hit them different you know that motherfucker's like they was crying and shit and uh honestly that's not confirmed I'm assuming they were crying because everybody else was crying but but um yeah man that shit that shit was fucking crazy you know and, and the way it happened was fucking insane you know because uh, I thought you know I, I don't know what the fuck I thought but I don't know a helicopter crash is fucking like what it's almost like shocking and then to uh find out that his daughter was with him is even like crazier, you know. His daughter, his daughter's thirteen years old. I mean, that's the same age as my brother, so it's kind of like ah, I can't imagine losing him. And even though he's fucking gay, um, <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> he's not. But and if it was, it would be a problem. Anyway, I'm just saying, like, it, it sucks, you know. He 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 left, and like I said, I'm not a big basketball guy, but but that shit definitely hit home as far as like. These people that we idolize and we keep on a pedestal, you know, whether they're artists, musicians, or athletes, or whatever the fuck the case may be, and they almost feel like untouchable, you know, like, like they almost like eternal life, you know. But now, I mean, this shit, you realize how quickly this shit can end for anybody, you know, whether you're a celebrity, not a celebrity, or uh, whatever the case. And the, and the fucked up thing is, like, this shit was like a preventable, a preventable mistake. What happened was, I guess, that uh, the pilot of the helicopter was flying a helicopter when nobody should be flying a helicopter because it's foggy as shit um and just basically ran into a mountain like fucking at whatever speed they were going to and like i said i'm not trying to get too disrespectful or whatever but yeah i mean there's basically no chance of uh no chance of surviving that man you're gonna crash into a fucking mountain so that's safe to say that i'll never ride a fucking helicopter in my life um as i i always wanted to do you know you know what i'm saying when you want to take a little thought to like the you know they got that thing in chicago now where you can go in the helicopter with your thought and, <laughs> and they'll take you around the city see downtown and shit like that i was like i i thought about doing that you know first i gotta get a thought but second you know i was gonna book it you know? <laughs> but uh but yeah you know and definitely definitely don't want to do it no more I, I, I don't know man that shit it makes you not want to ever get on a helicopter you know and rest in peace kobe bryant you know you were a hero to a lot of people man i mean i definitely looked up to your um not necessarily your basketball skills but more of your your hustle you know that hustle mentality that mama, mama mentality is what they call it um because i mean like i i like to think of myself as a hustler you know if i'm not doing one thing i gotta be doing another and and you gotta do what you gotta do to be the best you know and that's what my goal is to be the best you know and, and uh yeah so i'll definitely take some of his his work ethic um with me and and basically try to shadow it in, in in my own career you know but but yeah man so rest in peace kobe man and everybody that was affected i you know i'm sorry for your loss man this shit fucking sucks because i can't imagine like i said if if the weekend dies it's over with you know what i'm saying i'm killing myself too and i've said it before and i'll say it again but there was this thing that popped up during the week um so this comedian ari shafir 
Uh, you may have heard of it. You may have not. So Ari Shafir is a comedian out of New York City. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where he's from from, but I know he's he's a regular in New York City. That's where he works out of. You know, some comics are L.A.-based. Some comics are New York-based. There's a small scene in Chicago, but not necessarily. Most people that become successful either move to New York or L.A. But anyway, uh, this dude, he he's, he's a New York comic, and... Uh, he, if you guys may have, if you guys haven't heard of him through his comedy, you may have heard of him through MySpace or Facebook. Um, I remember he a few years ago he became basically viral because of the videos he used to make. He used to make that amazing racist video, so he used to dress like as a KKK member, and he'll go to uh, he'll go to like the fucking the ghettoest neighborhoods, the black neighborhoods, and in, in a. In California, and and he'll try to like take his KKK suit to the cleaners, or, or or he'll like ask people for rides in a KKK suit. So I mean, yeah, it was like a prank, whatever the fuck, you know. But he's always been known for like that dark comedy, the dark, dark jokes, whatever, you know, what people like. Anyway, so I guess this dude. Um, and if you may have not, and if you had never seen that, then you may have heard of him from the Joe Rogan podcast, because I know a lot of you guys do listen to that. And uh, he's basically one of the contestants out of the Joe Rogan Sober October thing that they do. It's a uh, Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, which is one of my favorite comedians. Bert Kreischer and Ari Shafir, you know, and um, if you guys didn't know, Ari Shafir recently was in hot water with them because he had dosed Bert Kreischer, which is one of the comedians. He's very famous for that the machine bit that he does, where he talks about he joined the Russian mafia uh, on a field trip. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, he uh, he was they were doing a podcast just like I'm doing right now. It was him and Ari Shafir. It's just like me and Jamie, you know, hanging out, and as they're chilling. Ari Shafir drops a dose of Molly into Burke Kreischer's drink, and Burke Kreischer drinks it, doesn't even know. Now he's fucking high off Molly. He has to get on a plane the same night because he has a show coming up the next day. His kids are home with him, so obviously he wasn't planning on being high off of Molly. Because if, And if you guys don't know, Molly's basically like meth, you know? It's just a fucking a fun way to say it. I mean, I guess it's a party drug, but I mean, it's basically crack, you know, when it comes down to it. And um, anyway, uh, and I know some of y'all motherfuckers probably like, no, it's not. It's not like crack. Fuck y'all. Anyway, so Ari Shafir has already been on some sneaky shit, you know, on some weirdo vibe. And then he goes out and puts out this video. So give me one second. Let me go ahead and play it for you guys just so you can hear it. As I know, there's always a lot of like hate, pain in the world. And there's always a bunch of terrible stories. And every once in a while, there's a good story. A good story comes out. The guy who got away with rape got his today. Kobe Bryant is a god. I'm here in Charlotte, the home of the team that originally drafted him. Uh, maybe he wouldn't have raped that chicken Denver if he had been if he had stayed in Charlotte with the Hornets. But anyway, the point is, dude, it's like so. As you guys can hear the video, like. Um... It's not even funny, you know, because the when when he when this shit fucking happened, we you know when he dropped the video the same fucking day, the same day that Kobe passed away, you know that on that Sunday or whatever, a few hours after it was reported or whatever, or not maybe not even a few hours, maybe just like an hour after. It was very very recent, you know, so people were still trying to basically get the grasp of the idea that Kobe was gone and this motherfucker comes and gets all disrespectful. And as you guys know me, you know, I come on this podcast, I get hella disrespectful. Literally, it's called the Talk of My Shit podcast. All I do is fucking talk shit. But there's certain subjects you don't, I guess there's, you don't fuck around with. And I like to think of myself as very, like, aware, as a person who's very aware to kind of, like, I know when to stop, when to keep going, or who I can do it around and who I can't, you know, at what point. Um, this is almost like you, like, you, it pisses you off because it's like, dude, you, like, you should have known. Like, what are you doing, you know? what you're, you're about to ruin your career. So I guess this dude, he has this tendency of every time a famous people dies, whether he knows them or not, he goes on Instagram and makes, like, a video, like, thank God 
their debt, basically, you know? And he says that's just, like, one of his things. That's what he does. It's strictly for his fans, you know? But obviously, with this being so recent and Kobe being such a fucking international superstar, it fucking blew up, you know? People were still hurt about it. Then this motherfucker gets on here and gets disrespectful, especially that his daughter was there with him, too, and she lost her life, as well as the other passengers. There was, I believe, nine passengers total who all lost their life. And rest in peace to them, too, you know? But anyway, so this motherfucker gets on here and starts talking shit. So all week, you know, I was trying to figure out where exactly did I sit with, you know? Because, again, I'm all about freedom of speech. I'm all about say whatever the fuck you're going to say. But at the same time, it's like like I told you guys before, um, as long as it's funny, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you would have, if that video would have been at all funny or where at least, even even if the people didn't get it, but at least me as a, as a comic or even other professional comedians who have talked about this, if there was like a punchline, you know, or, or somewhere where you know, oh, okay, that's, that, I get why that's funny. But like the whole video is just flat, you know? He, if you watch the video, he has a smirk on his face um, and, and it's just almost flat out disrespectful and, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I ain't trying to turn to no soft motherfucker on, you know, I ain't on my Jamie shit. Nah, fuck that. But also it's like, you know where, you know, you know what I'm saying? that you shouldn't have done that bro and now in results of him getting online and doing all that dumb shit um first uh his talent agency dropped him so if you're like in show business or whatever you know that you have to have a talent agency who basically is their job to get you gigs you know whether you're a comedian an actor whatever the fuck you are they're basically the ones that are bringing you in that money so his talent agency had dropped them first, um, which wasn't a big deal because I guess they said that was a commercial agency, so they were only booking them TV commercials, and which he hadn't used in a long, long time. So I guess it didn't really matter. But then after that, his manager dropped them. So your manager, as an artist or as a whatever show business, is like one of the most important people, most important people around you because basically they're the ones that are managing you, telling you where you need to be. They keep track of your schedule. They basically have everything. You know what I'm saying? So once your manager drops you, you don't know what the fuck is going on because you kind of been just kind of been going where they tell you to go, you know? So now he doesn't have a manager. He doesn't have an agency. So all he had left was a few shows lined up, um, you know, get his bags or whatever. So you can at least do those and figure out, probably pick up new management, whatever. Well, the shows that he had lined up um, all got uh, death threats from people that called in. They were like, if you have him on, we'll shoot that fucking place up. So the, the clubs were forced to shut the fucking shows down. So that fucked up his money. And as of right now, his Twitter's private has IG there's been no recent activity after the post he deleted the post and put up the sorry ass apology and 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 it's just like like I said I, I I sat around for a long time this week trying to figure out where I stood you know trying to as, as disrespectful as I am you know as I come in here and, and talk shit about everything I try to be on the side but bro like there's nothing funny about the fucking video so it's like I can't you know and I can't say that I feel sorry for him either because it's like, fuck, and I'm not even a fucking basketball dude, you know? It's like, it's just speaking from the heart, you know? When shit it feels wrong, it's because it is, you know? So, you know, Ari Shafir, it sucks, you know? you Because he was about, like, for the people that are not into the comedy world and are not into the comedy scene, you know, he was literally, like... So the guys that he associated himself with, like Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, I mean, Joe Rogan's doing arenas. Tom Segura is doing theaters minimum of two nights every city. Burt Kreischer's up there with Tom Segura now. So they're all basically mainstream comics, you know, like the biggest comedians in the comedy world, you know? And he was, he's still doing clubs, but he was already started to do theaters. He had came to the Vic Theater here not too long ago. It was like in November, and he sold it out. Uh, so... 
I think he sold it out twice. So he was already, like, his name was starting to get out there and he was about to break through as a mainstream comic. And this shit just set him back years, you know? And like I said, I can't say I feel bad for it because you, you know what I'm saying? You, not everything's a fucking joke, you know? And, and coming from me who takes everything as a fucking joke, it means, you know, it says a lot. But anyway, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say, but you know what I'm saying? I don't feel, like, bad at all. But let, let's move on from this Kobe thing, you know? Like, I feel like this fucking podcast got a little depressing and shit. Uh, before we move on any further, man, let me go ahead and tell you about my home girl Ariana Castro over at CM Realtors so um this is I'm gonna tell you guys this um this is a 100% truth what I'm gonna tell you guys so Ariana was listening to a podcast you know she got tuned in you know because of a friend she hit me up we we worked out this business deal so I'll do ads and hopefully you know she's got a few texts or calls you know if she hasn't you bitch ass motherfuckers better call her text her ask her about a crib but anyway um so I found so me and her actually met for the first time a few uh, a few days ago and um and we actually found out that she works CM Realtors is actually the realtors that my mom uses it's because my mom uh she she's into the real estate business too so she's into like renting houses or whatever anyway i'm not not to put my mom's business out there but she actually uses the same fucking company you know so she knows like her coworker or whatever the thing is so it's kind of it's kind of funny how small world you know so i'm out here doing ads for them and my mom's using them as a service and we didn't even fucking know you know so i just think that it, it, it's funny how small the world is but anyway um before I, but anyway, so so anyway, and, and to say, my mom has had nothing but good experiences with them. So, like I said, that is one hundred percent true. That she did not pay me to say that. That is from the heart. So, if you guys again hit up Ariana Castro for like, if any mortgage questions, um, home questions, whatever the fuck you know, what I'm saying whatever question you guys have, please hit up Ariana Castro, man. She, cause you guys don't want to sit, man. You know, what I'm saying we're getting twenty three. I just, I'm about to hit twenty four years old this fucking year. I can't believe it. I can't hate me. I hate to say that I'm about to be twenty four, you know, but. Fuck, time goes by fast. As soon as you graduate high school, time goes by fast, you know? You don't want to be sitting around like that 30-year-old motherfucker that still lives at home with his parents or still renting a, renting an apartment, you know, don't want to have a mortgage, you know? Don't, don't, don't have a mortgage or whatever, man. So hit her up, man, you know, because uh, having that mortgage, it's... Yeah, it's a, it's a payment for a house or whatever, but once you get done with that, you own that you know you can't lose that value you know you like i said if you wanted to get a home equity loan or, or something on your house you know you have that power you have that leverage because you own the house there's nothing like owning your own property you know because when you rent motherfucking the, the prices can go can go up from one day to the next you know what i'm saying like if, if you're renting a house you know the landlord could come like okay well next next year it's gonna go up 100 200 300 you know you and you have no say so in that because they're the ones renting out the house to you so there's nothing like owning your own house you know that mortgage is you know that payment is gonna stay um you know unless you, unless your mortgage bank sucks or whatever but anyway um, you know that mortgage is basically gonna be the house is gonna be for you at the end of the day so if you have any questions on uh buying a house or or uh, selling a house or even just any questions regarding the process at all any questions you may have you know please hit up the homegirl ariana castro uh she's over at 1026 east new york street um right in aurora you know it's right um it's right over by the Golo, you know, where the $5 pizza joint is at. Right around that area, man. 1026 East New York Street. Walk in there, man. Any questions, you know, don't... There's no such thing as stupid questions, just stupid-ass people. Like, y'all. But no, but, but go, go, go and ask her, you know, any questions you have. Or if you don't want to walk in, you know, because you're lazy like me, shoot her a text, man, at 630-815-2254. That's 630-815-2254. Any questions, man, just like, hey, Too Skinny sent me, you know, thinking about me and my girl thinking about buying a house later on this year, you know, where... The, 
what should we start with or or maybe your credit's not where it needs to be it's better to find that out beforehand than when you're actually ready to buy a house because when you're, you're going to get ready to buy a house then the, the bank's going to be like oh well you can't buy a house because your debt to income ratio or you have too much debt uh, you know what I'm saying so you might as well get all that cleared out now so when you are ready you, you, you don't have anybody basically putting a stop on you and saying you can't do it you can just any bank will qualify you know what I'm saying so again if you want to text her it's 630-815-2254 630-815-2254 her email address is arianacastro1 at icloud.com shoot her an email shoot her a text shoot her a phone call man holler at her you know what I'm saying like I said we're getting older man get your shit together and I know I should be taking my own advice because I live at home with my mom too shit but eventually I am finna hit her up you know maybe hopefully before the year ends and we can get something moving on the crib man because you know what I'm saying like yeah I'm gonna make it as a comedian duh but also I wanna have a crib you know what I'm saying I can rent that shit out while I'm on tour. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, hit up the homegirl, Rihanna Castro, over at CM Realtors. Um, let's get right back into the podcast episode, man. Dude, y'all been pissing me the fuck off on Twitter, honestly. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, I heard somebody say mole is not good. Bro, y'all got me fucked up, bro. Mole is fire, bro. Red mole is fire. Um, I don't even know why people call it red because most of the time my mom makes it it'd be like kind of black. But but maybe she puts too much chocolate in it because she be putting that chocolate abuelita. I don't know. Your mom doesn't put that in your mole? Hershey's. Hershey's? Your mom uses Hershey's? Yeah, bougie mom. Mm. <laughs> my mom uses chocolate abuelita. But she puts chocolate abuelita in, uh, in the... Damn, my mom should put Kit Kat in her shit. That shit probably would be fire, huh? Oh, Reese's. Reese's, Reese's mole? <laughs> Reese's mole was smack, boy. He mole with milk and shit. <laughs> no, but... Uh, so some people were saying that mole is not good. Bro, if your mom's mole is not good, throw your whole mom away, boy. Fuck out of here. Mole is fire, my boy. You know what I'm saying? I can eat mole forever, and you got to have that rice to go with it. Because if mole without rice is like pussy with no head. You know, it's not worth it. <laughs> so you got it. So anyway, I, I remember... I, if you don't like mole, fuck you, dog. I remember... um, Dude, I remember one time I got in trouble in school because... Uh, uh, we used to have uh, we used to have like snack time at school so it wasn't lunch it was just snacks so you could bring gummy worms and you could bring whatever and my mom used to send me to school with a, tor- una- <laughs> with a torta de mole <laughs> so she used to get the chicken like all the leftover mole and she used to like sometimes she'll make enchiladas enchilada de mole goes so fucking stupid boy enchilada de mole goes so- enchilada de mole goes so fucking dumb Enchilada de mole should be riding the short bus, boy. It's so dumb. It's so fire, bro. I love enchiladas de mole. But anyway, she, my mom would send me to school with torta de mole. Like, she'll, she'll uh, shred the pechuga, basically, and, and make me a torta. And I'll be in school eating. Everybody will be eating, like, um, fruit fruit snacks and, like, fruit cups. And my fat ass right there called me torta de mole and shit. <laughs> my teacher was like, hey, it's supposed to be a snack. <laughs> Bitch, this is a snack. Fuck you talking about? Got my whole platillo in my backpack, bitch. This is just a torta snack. But anyway, um, yeah, if you if you don't like mole, bro, you out of fucking pocket. Real talk, if you don't like mole, hit my DM. We could box. But any, oh, you know what? I just found out there's different colors of mole too. <laughs> That's crazy. Cause my mom used to make um once in a blue moon, she'll make mole verde, which is like green mole, obviously. And uh, they still look like, dude, I'm taking shits that look like green mole. Like, yeah, like <laughs> the green mole is kind of not appetizing. But then she made it with, instead of chicken, she used like carne de res, which is cow, basically, I think. Right? It's beef, right? Carne de res is beef. And, and that shit, the green mole with carne de res smacked. And then, you know, they be making the tamales with the, with the they're covered like in a big ass leaf. Not the regular tamales. Uh-huh. 
de rábano? Plátano. Plátano, oh, plátano, is that the name of the tamales or the name of the leaf? The leaf. Oh, okay. Well, do, 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 yeah, those tamales de, tamales de plátano. Well, I've never heard that, but um, that's, just, well, that's just fire, too. And, um, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to have a little mole commercial, too, <laughs> along with the CM Realtors commercial. <laughs> nah, but uh, shout out to all my mole eaters. Let me go ahead and grab my notes, porque ya me perdí donde chingado estaba. Ooh, dude, the fucking coronavirus, bro. That shit keep getting stronger, huh? I thought that shit was going to die out. I was like, man, motherfucker's tripping the fuck out. Um, that shit's going to go away. But now that shit is hitting Chicago, the first person-to-person -person, um, contact or whatever the fuck. La, la, basically, the bitch that had the coronavirus gave it to her husband. Ooh. He about to give it to the side bitch. The bitch gonna give it to the other nigga she fucking. That nigga finna give it to my mom. <laughs> coronavirus finna be at my crib in no time, bro. Fuck coronavirus, bro. Hey, but that shit's fucked up that people are being racist towards Asians. You're not supposed to be racist towards Asians. Just Chinese people, my boy. <laughs> Fuck them. Why'd you bring that shit over here, boy? Nah, but uh, nah, I'm just kidding. Don't be racist towards anybody, man. I've seen people que se cubren la boca with the fucking mask and shit like you're bad bunny or some dumb shit like that. Boy, get that shit out of here, boy. Motherfuckers be covering their mask and be having raw sex with prostitutes. Get the fuck out of here, my nigga. You got six STDs. Coronavirus, the last thing you need to be worried about. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, shout out to coronavirus. If you're going to take anybody out, uh, my ex lives in... <laughs> nah, but you can start with Naperville, then jump over to the west side. And then once you take those, if you still need some people, then... I got a list of e-siders you can take, too. <laughs> the, but, uh, yeah, coronavirus. Stop fucking playing with us. Um, damn, bro. Oh, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Um, so they're going to... Dude, I don't even... I'm not, like, not going to sit here and lie like I watch football every Sunday because I don't. You know what I'm saying? I just like watching the highlights once in a while when there's beef, drama, you know? And, of course, the Super Bowl. I'll watch the Super Bowl, you know? Especially because of the halftime show. And this year's halftime show is going to be J-Lo, fine-ass, Shakira, Fine ass. Los Tigres del Norte are gonna be. Uh, they're not gonna be there, but they're gonna be playing. They're gonna. They're gonna Skype in their show. <laughs> now nah, I guess they said they're gonna play a Tigres del Norte video uh, in the halftime too. So that's gonna be fucking cool to see. But um, but yeah. So I, I saw people arguing about uh, while J Lo is too big to have to split the stage at the Super Bowl. Bro, I don't even know one fucking J Lo song. Like, I get it. J-Lo's a bad bitch. She cool. She was the girl from the Bronx or whatever the fuck. Jenny on the block, whatever the fuck. But um, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Shakira is a fucking superstar. I don't know why Shakira... Shakira's like the Mexican... Or no, she's not even Mexican. Where's Shakira from? Shakira from like... Colombia. Shakira's Colombian? Damn, that's why she bad as shit. Anyway, Colombians hit me up. <laughs> the, uh, no, but Shakira, she bad as hell. I just don't like how she talks like... <laughs> she got it <laughs> She talk like she got something in her mouth. But, uh, but hey, she fucking bad. You know, Hips Don't Lie used to be my shit. Like, I thought I was gay for a little while because when Hips Don't Lie came out, I was shaking my shit. I'm not even going to lie to y'all, man. That shit went hard, boy. Shakira, Shakira. Fuck you talking about? <laughs> no, but shout out Shakira, man. I can't wait to see her Super Bowl halftime show. And then for the Super Bowl itself, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I, I like how Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes been playing, so... I'm going to go with them. You know, the 49ers, they could suck my dick. I know um, a few people that are going for the 49ers, but hey, who cares? You know, they they don't got Kaepernick, so I don't give a fuck about them. They should have left Kaepernick in. Maybe they would be winners, but I think they're going to lose. But if, they, if the 49ers win, then don't ever bring this shit up to me in person. Uh <laughs>
Black, oh, the Black Door story right before, right before... Oh, I, I've seen... Oh, you know what? Before I get to my Black... Oh, I had a crazy-ass experience last night after we recorded the J-Meth episode. Jamie actually had meth on him, and we, <laughs> we all tried it. <laughs> nah, but uh, I got a little story at the end, you know what I'm saying? But first, um, the only last thing I want to talk about... Um, before I get into my story time, story time. Before I get into my story time, uh, dude, what's up with all these people talking about a person? Like, oh, I want my person, or oh, I'm looking for my person. Which I guess basically they're trying to say like their person, like their fucking, like their bae or, or their man, or if a girl you're looking for your guy or whatever, you're gay, you got your man. I, I don't know, you know. Basically, like your your bae or your your your, I don't know, you're the person you're fucking with, you know, the person you're talking to, the person you're fucking, basically. But they're calling them their person instead of bae or my man or my girl. It's like, oh, my person. Which I feel like that shit is corny as fuck, you know what I mean? I don't know, I feel like it's too general. Like, oh, that's my person. Like, what? Like, you don't own that person. But I don't know, I don't know. I just I, I just saw it on the T.O. as of recently, and there people were talking about my person, my person. And I Googled it, like, what the fuck, what the fuck is my person? Like, is that... Is it a show that I haven't been watching or what the fuck? And then I figured out that that's now the new way that people are calling their significant other, their person, which I don't know. Maybe I'm just fucking far behind on this slang and shit, but any, I don't, I don't even know why I brought that up. I guess maybe because I want a person too, man. Where the bitch is at, man? <laughs> hey, so last week, I appreciate everybody that tuned in to the J-Meth episode, man. It was one of my favorite episodes to record. I mean, we had, like I said, we had the whole team in the building, in the studio. So all around, it was, I knew it was going to be a good time. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a good episode, you know, because I kind of... When you're recording, you don't really remember everything you said. You know, I don't remember half the shit I just said right now. So I thought that people were just going to... It's going to be a regular episode. You know, people are going to be like, what the fuck? We don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But it ended up, like, the numbers went fucking stupid. It's been doing... It did the most numbers out of any of my episodes, like, on the out, out the gate, you know? So... I, and then a lot of people, like I'm talking about, a lot of people have hit me up. They're like, yo, that's my favorite episode. That's my favorite episode. So I just want to let y'all know this is my fucking show. Fuck Jamie. He's not coming back. <laughs> but, but also, thank you guys for tuning in. And I wanted to keep asking you guys to keep sharing, keep putting on your screen, on your story, keep 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 retweeting, you know, because that's what attracts people to the podcast. They're like, wow, this motherfucker's been doing this shit for almost a year now, and people are still fucking with it, so it must be good. We got to check it out. So keep sharing, you know what I'm saying? Don't stop sharing, even if you're a fan and you check in every week, you know what I'm saying? If you haven't shared, because I know there's a lot of fucking people, a lot of people that listen to this, and, and a lot of y'all niggas don't share. I don't know if it's hard to share. Y'all niggas don't want to be like, oh, I don't want niggas to know I'm listening. Bro, share the podcast. You know, it's not gonna hurt you. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate you if you do. But anyway, um, outside of that, speaking about sharing the podcast, um, like I said, it, the numbers have been going crazy, and um, and, and you can kind of tell, like out in public, almost like uh, not like, not to sound cocky, but last week on Friday, I went to Best Buy with my dad. I'm with my dad, you know, he went to make a payment, and I was like, well, fuck it, it's Best Buy, so let's look around. So we're looking at the TVs, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of right there scoping, and one of the workers comes up to me. He's like, yo, what's up? You guys need help? And I was like, nah, gee, I'm good, you know, kept walking. And he's like, oh, you're too skinny, whatever. And, you know, and I'm like, damn, nigga, get the fuck away from me. I'm trying to steal something, and you won't let me look around. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. But but the homie came up to me, you know, and he, he showed love and everything. So um, that shit, like, it's still so surreal to me that people, like, feel like, I mean, we took a picture and everything, you know, and it, it almost makes it, like, Fuck, it makes me feel like a celebrity almost, you know, even though I'm, I ain't shit, I'm a piece of shit, and you guys will find out I'm a piece of shit 
with this next story I'm about to tell. But, <laughs> but like, like you know, it, it almost makes me like sometimes I feel like oh I don't want to record this week. I don't want to do it this week. But but then it, like you guys fucking tune in every fucking week and and you guys get mad when there's no episode. So so appreciate that shit, you know, because that shit like instead of like boosting my ego, it almost humbles me to wow I gotta stay grinding and I gotta so so then not only one person shows love like more people, you know. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you guys that because it, it it was dope, you know, it was dope and and thank you guys for sharing. But anyway. Uh, why I'm a piece of shit, boy. Your boy, too skinny, gang. I made my I made my debut, my return debut at Black Door uh, last week after we recorded the Jameth episode. Uh, we took a little few few shots of tequila and we're we're feeling it, so we're like, fuck, let's go to Black Door. So we go to Black Door. Now I'm at Black Door with the gang. Well, no, I'm not with the gang. I'm actually with uh, another gang. <laughs> I'm with the homies, and then. Uh, Producer with me and a few different people are with me, you know. So so I I had sweats on and I had a hoodie on. I didn't have my ID on me. I had like fucking twelve dollars in my pocket. I was I was just supposed to record and go home, but ended up being the like I said it was the homie Remy's birthday. So he was like, oh let's go to uh, uh let's go to uh to Black Door or whatever. So we end up going to Black Door, you know. Uh, the homies get me plugged up and I get to go in. They don't even ID me. They don't give a fuck about the sweats. They made me tuck in my hoodie, but you know me, I took it out as soon as I was in. So, you know, and, and as soon as you go into Black Door, it's like fucking Facebook in real life, you know? Like, you just know everybody there. So I started dapping up people. People were giving me shots and we're chilling, you know? I see all the thotties and I'm, you know what I'm saying? I got my sweats on, so I got to be careful. I can't just be twerking with anybody because, you know, they, my dick going to get hard, you know? It's going to be a problem anyway. <laughs> so... And one of those times, I'm sipping and I'm taking shots with the, with everybody, basically, you know. And I went to the bathroom, you know. I was like, I got to take a pee. So I go to the bathroom, you know. You know, Black Door bathroom, you know, as little as shit. Why the fuck is the Black Door bathroom so fucking little? Anyway, uh, moving on with the story. <laughs> um, so one of my friends was in the bath in the stall, you know. Not one of my homies. It was just a friend, that, a mutual friend that I knew through... Like, you know, people. So he's in the bathroom, you know. He's like, yo, come in here. Come in the stall with me, you know. And that's never usually anything good, you know. That's like the devil calling you. Like, hey, come in this bathroom with me. Two guys in one stall is not good. Like, nothing good is going to happen, you know. So I go into the stall with him because I thought he was hitting his uh, his vape, you know, his little cart or whatever. So I was like, fuck it, I'll hit the cart. I'll go back out, enjoy the party. But no, this motherfucker was smelling his car keys. Now... Some of you guys may get that reference, some of you may not, but he wasn't doing anything good in there. He was smelling car keys, and, uh, you know, I was curious of what they smelled like. <laughs> Just kidding, but he, he was in there bullshitting, you know, so I was like, oh, let me get the fuck out of here, you know? But before I could get out of the bathroom, they had already called security because, you know, bitch-ass niggas got, like, to snitch. And they're like, oh, my God, they're in there together, you know? So the fucking security came in. Open the door. He opens the door on me. You know, I'm just, I, I'm just looking at the security like in the fucking face, like hi, you know. And he's like, he just points at me. He's like, you, you're done. And it's a big ass swole black guy. You know, his race has nothing to do with it, but just so he can get a picture of it. And he, he basically, he doesn't pick me up because I'm fucking 400 pounds. But <laughs> he basically rolls me out of black door, and he's he kicks me all. He basically drags me all the way out of black door, kicks me the fuck out. He's like, you're done. You know. So I was like, fuck. There's no way I can get back in because I don't have my ID. My homies are still in there, you know. So I was like, "Fuck!" So as as I'm about to try to get back in, I see a group of friends from from like middle school. So I was like, "Oh, I'm, let me sneak in with y'all." So I try to go back into Black Door, and I, they let me go in. And as I'm like walking into the bar, they grab me by the fucking hoodie. They're like, "Not you. You're done." So I was like, "Fuck!" So I got kicked the fuck out again. And now at this point, I'm just sitting out there lonely, like just drawing circles with my finger, all triste and shit. You know, looking at all the thoughts get in. And then um, one of the homies he comes back out for me, and he's like, "Yo, yo." 
know um, that he's with me. He brings another security. I guess he's plugged with the security. So they let me back in. And as I'm walking back into Black Door, the bitch-ass, goofy-ass, lame-ass, coronavirus-having-ass security is at the door just mean-mugging me. And he points at me and says something. But the other security... He was like, um, nah, he's good, you know what I'm saying? So I just, like, the biggest fuck you to that dude. Biggest fuck you. And I thought we were all good, you know, we're inside, you know, we're still kicking it, whatever. And the homie Tony, the homie Tony, oh, you know Tony, man. Y'all know Tony, he be on some goofy shit. Tell me why this dude, um, so I guess, now I wasn't there to see this. I'm just telling you because of reliable sources. <laughs> and I believe it because that's definitely some Tony shit. So I'm chilling right at, at, the, at the black door or whatever. And then um, I, I, Tony gets kicked the fuck out. I guess what happened was Tony's in line to get into the bathroom. You know, as the night goes on, as, as the people get drunker, sometimes they'll have a security stand at the bathroom door just to make sure everything is, is, is going good, you know? So I guess the security is, is, is standing at the door. Tony's, like, next in line, and he has a line of people behind him, you know? And then some of the people that I was with are in line with him, so he's trying to be funny. He's... Cracking jokes or whatever the you know Tony you know, and then I guess in one of those Tony does some Tony shit. He spits in he fake spits in his hand you know like, and then he makes like a jerking a jerking motion, but he doesn't do it to himself. He pretends to like grab the security's dick and jerk it off for him like as a joke you know he doesn't touch him, but he's like jerking him off. He's like, and then the security guy is just looking at him, and everybody's cracking the fuck up. So I guess the security guard felt like offended, and he turned. Red, like Suwu red, you know what I'm saying? Like, boy, he was red and he was like, oh, that's sexual harassment. You know, like a bitch, you know, goofy. It's a joke, we're kidding, dude. But yeah, he got offended. So they kicked this dumbass out too. So then I went with him and now I would be lying if I told you I remember what happened after that. But the homie producer says I was talking to some random bitches. I don't remember that. Um, highly doubt it. It's probably trannies. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, no, no. If I was you, if that was you that I was talking to outside of Black Door, I'm, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I get. And after that, I don't know how my night ended. I woke up at home fucked up. But it, it was a crazy ass night, man. I'm glad that we could still. I don't even know if I can still go back there, man. I just got myself banned again like a retard. But, hey, fuck it. It was a fun week. It was a fun episode. I hope that you guys are able to enjoy this episode, too. I talked about, like, a lot of shit, I feel like. And if you guys, uh, again, please, please do me a favor. Share the fucking episode. Share, share, retweet, uh, stories, all that bullshit, whatever. Follow the Instagram page, Talking My Shit Podcast. Follow my Instagram page, Too Skinny 300 Again, we have a lot of shit on the way, man. So y'all don't not want to miss this. Oh, a little bit of promo, sorry. I am back on the road. I'm back doing shows. Chicago on this Monday, February 3rd, I'm at the soiree, I'm doing the soiree showcase. It's my homie's birthday, so he's having a birthday show. He has some heavy hitting comics, and I'm excited to do that. That's gonna be at the Chit Chat Lounge downtown Chicago. Um, if anybody's interested in the carpool with me, man, hit me up and I'll, y'all can jump in with me, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a fun-ass place. I've done the show two times, and this will be my third time, and I'm going to come in with some new jokes, so I'm excited. I'm excited to finally put this new material to to the test, like in a real crowd, you know, not an open mic. So anyway, uh, chit-chat, I'm on the way, basically. Then I got another big show next week, which I'll talk about in the next episode. But anyway, uh, thank you guys again for all your support. Uh, share the fucking episode. CM Realtors, hit them up. Ariana Castro, hit her up. Uh, my name's Too Skinny, man. Bye-bye.